We're 13 weeks into the season, and it really sucks to say that out loud because I was thinking about this earlier today. Like, in a month, dude, it'll be playoffs. And then two months, it'll be Super Bowl. And then the offseason starts. Like, I was trying I was trying to tell myself earlier in the season, like, really enjoy it because there's nothing worse when the NFL season's over. And we're we're 13 it's weeks so... down, and it's it's getting close, man. And... If you think about it, we still got five games left, like, at yeah, least for yeah. our team. You know? Yeah. That's... A lot of games, but it's gonna go quick. So. I know. Next thing you know, it'll be playoffs. Next thing you know, it'll be Super Bowl, and then boom, off season. And we talked about it a bunch in the earlier podcast about how long that NFL off season is. But we have a pretty cool episode today to talk about. The Colts did what they had to do against Houston. Yes, sir. Like we'll get into that one. Uh, I think every episode coming up um, for the next couple weeks is just gonna we're just gonna keep looking at these playoff pictures. Who can get in? bunch of scenarios i think this is awesome to talk about and then uh i like what you did here we'll just do like a best of kind of segment um to highlight like some of the the key points from yesterday yep um i mean starting out obviously colts had a day i mean it was probably one of the most boring games to ever watch as a colts fan yeah we still got the dub like it was so weird but um just put 31 on them pretty easily the cool thing about this one is this is what you do to bad teams. Yeah, people are going to say, oh, it's Houston. But yeah, it's Houston. You don't let them hang around. At least around. you play level. Exactly. You go down there and you make a statement. I mean, we got an interception first play from scrimmage. But didn't Houston beat the Titans once? They did in, in Tennessee. <laughs> in Tennessee a couple weeks ago. Oh, like, honestly, probably two or three weeks ago. So you uh, go down into Houston and you don't even listen to this stat. Houston didn't cross the Indy 40-yard line. They didn't get 40 yards to the end zone. That is domination by the Colts defense. You want to hear that? Give it to this me. This was like, I don't I don't know like what happened after this, but there's probably about three minutes left in the third quarter. Or it was when they brought David Mills in. Um, they showed a stat on the screen. I don't remember what happened after that, but it said not a single wide receiver reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. You were correct with that one. I remember seeing that on the graphic because right above the Nico scoreboard. Collins, Nico Collins got a catch in like the second quarter, but it got called back on a flag. That's the only time I even remember. Yeah. But um, Brandon Cooks was like five for something, so they obviously got catches. It was really surprising, though, because I wouldn't say Tyrod Taylor's bad. I mean, I'm not like a big fan, but I mean, he's an okay quarterback, but man, our defense yeah. just, just let him have it. And in particular, our defensive line finally woke up and just caused havoc. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the Texans line, I don't know them for being dog shit, but... I mean, they're nothing um, special, though. I mean, it is the Texans. That's a, that's a, just a yeah, horrific a, offense. Yeah. They're not um, a terrible defense. A, they kind of held us in check for... like we, This probably could have been a fifth, high 40s, 50-point game if we started a little bit more hot. Uh, we scored off that one interception, but then we didn't score after that. Even off the, uh, the fumble, we didn't get a score. We missed that field goal. Uh, and then a few punts here and there. But I think... Overall, we just straight dominated field position. I mean, Sanchez was pinning him back every single time. Yeah, I saw a stat today. I'm really trying to find out who posted. It's one of the Colts' uh, Instagram pages. They posted basically the most productive offenses with rushing and passing and all that. We're behind, I'm pretty sure we're second place behind the Buccaneers in total offense, Yep, if I'm right. I know. It, it was and, the graph. The, that yeah. Uh, thing. Yeah, I have it right here. The Texans were like, I mean, it was shit. way bottom left. Yeah, I have it here. Honestly, we're we're higher up than the Bucks because of our probably our rushing. 
but we're second overall. This is since week four. Colts offense since week four. Second overall, sixth in passing, number one in rushing. I mean, I'm going to take that any day of the week, son. Imagine looking at that whenever it's like um, beginning of the season. We look at that stat. We're probably thinking we're undefeated at this point. Yeah, 100%. I just Frank wanna, did make a. No, I, I just want to keep talking. Give a little shout out to the D line. Um, Alcadine Muhammad had two sacks, and then Kamoko Ture. When I was watching right. this game with Isaac, Kamoko Ture in every game he plays, you say his name because he's a playmaker. He he actually doesn't play on uh, like rundowns. He'll, he'll always be there on a third and long. Um, it's it's. I don't know why that. I heard that on the radio this morning. He's he's a, he's a specialty type of guy. He only has like a like a certain set he goes out there but dude he gets to the quarterback every time he's on the field he's fucking good dude uh, Alkadi Muhammad is a record two up front and then uh can't count out Kenny Moore's pick and the next possession he forces that fumble too it's wild how did Quiddy pay play uh Quiddy really... what was his name uh two tackles look... one solo tackle nothing nothing special he's nothing like I like Quiddy pay a lot I like I think he's a good athlete um obviously I haven't seen him like it's like JJ Watt stats, but I'm saying like he's a good rookie. I mean, no, I'm the like, last couple weeks he's he's been getting to the quarterback. Yeah, like I'm just really I want to see him progress. Um, obviously, as a rookie, it's not always the case. You're going to be like Chase Young and all that stuff, but um, I think he'll definitely be a better player one, two, three years down the road. So. Um, another thing I want to point out: we only had four sacks as a team, but we had 11 quarterback hits. Like we we were making Taylor and Mills feel us. Uh, I know yeah. um, DeForest Buckner got in there a couple times. I saw that one. Like just, just, just bumping and putting him to the ground. Quiddy Pay actually had one too. He had a quarterback hit. Um, so nice. Well, it's the Texans again, but just, an, just a, a great performance. I mean, Frank Reich even gave the team the game ball to the the whole defense. So uh, this is their first road shutout since like '92, I think. Um, only the fourth shutout in team history, Ursay said. So I believe it was against the Pats, Patriots. Yeah, and I know, um, I know the last one we had was against the Cowboys a couple years ago. So it's just, just when you have a shutout like that. I mean, we were taught we were praising Buffalo's defense earlier in the season. Remember, they had like two shutouts in like yeah. three weeks. Now the Colts finally have one. Uh, just perfect football tonight. I know you guys are seeing this like on the Tuesday, but. Really though, the Bills game tonight is a huge fucking game. We'll get to that here in a minute. Yeah, but, we're we're recording uh, this like an hour before kickoff Monday night. It, also, it is snowing really really badly right now. So we'll talk about that factor too. But uh, you were saying about Frank Reich earlier in the run game. Yeah, so I wanted to ask you this. So, okay, I hate to be the guy that's always like negative and like I'm sitting here like criticizing because I understand Frank Reich is a good coach. He knows what he's doing. I really, he's a great I don't coach. Know what I'm talking about. He's a great really, coach. I can't wipe my own ass in the front right now. So, um, Frank Reich, what do you think of the game plan? Of, how many carries did he have? Was it like 30-something? 30 32. Ty is a so, season high. He had 32 in Buffalo as think, well. Do you think that we should give JT – okay, because honestly, a lot of those carries, I'd probably say like six or seven of them was on the last drive. and uh, Not the last drive, but like – The last, last drive he had, yeah. So, it wasn't really like that was throughout the game. But um, do you think that we should – not run 32 times on a shutout and do that more when you're playing against a team that like such as the Titans. 
Um, Early on in the season? I do think that we need – I think Jonathan Taylor needs to have that 27 to 32 carries a game minimum. I don't think he should be ever be under 25, just the type of back he is. Yeah. Uh, 32 carries yesterday, averaging four and a half yards a carry. That's a right around his career average, I think. But I have I have zero problem in uh, the amount of carries he had. Now, The only time I had a problem was, was whenever – Right before he fumbled the ball, I kept saying, all right, why is he even in the game right now? We're up 31. Yeah, and that's what I was just about to say. I think that fumble was a good thing because that was like, okay, we're we're done now. And then Deion Jackson came in and actually was doing well and scored his first touchdown. So shout out to him. But I watched him in a a training camp. I've said this multiple times. In training camp, he balled out, dude. He was running like – He doesn't look like a bad back. Yeah, he was scoring touchdowns. And like, that was, was with, getting... I think that was with the O line bench too. I think the whole offense got benched. Yeah, Patman was out there. So yeah, um, I'm I'm a little upset though because me and Isaac were watching the game and why didn't Sam Ellinger get a pass attempt? It was the remember that it was all runs as soon as oh, yeah, Carson yeah, yeah, went. Yeah, they didn't he didn't drop back once. You know he's pissed about that. He's but like, Damn. let's see what we got That's... in him. You know. No, let's just, let's this just is when you evaluate. Hundred yards downfield. Like this would be the perfect evaluation, and then it well, was Frank all Reich's runs. Mind. Frank Reich's mind. Next twenty years is Carson Wentz. So no uh, bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, uh, on the run game, I think it was a beautiful, beautifully call game. Um, I, th- I remember yeah. early in the game, even the announcers pointed it out. I think Carson Wentz should have taken a little bit more shots downfield because uh, when we played him in Indy. That was what kind of worked, and we've kind of gotten away from that. Remember, like there was a, there was a stretch of games early in the season where it was just bomb city, and it was either pass interference or it was completions, and yeah, they haven't no, really well, got that recently. The thing that kind of irritates me with Carson Wentz, like again, I'm criticizing, but obviously, like just yeah, just, you get the point. So Carson Wentz, he throws. I don't know, like this game he didn't. And then you got the Buccaneers game, fucking just launching throws, like. Yeah. Was it the Buccaneers game or was it the one before that? I don't know. I th- yeah, it was the Buccaneers game because he threw the, he threw the pick, and he uh, I mean, we were up and we were just fucking launching him like for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> on a like second down, and I'm like, come on. We talked um, about it though. The the Bucks ones, those are a couple better balls. That's not going to be a pick. It's going to be a touchdown. Yeah. But well, the thing that I think's weird is is we're bombing them against the Bucks, which is kind of needed. But then we're playing these other teams, and you don't see him bomb them at all. It's like, yeah, I don't know. It really, I don't know if it's a plan to be like that or what. But I think now that we have a bye, it's like per in the most perfect time of the season because going into the season, you're like, ugh, a 13 week bye, like that's gonna be a long stretch. But this is like we can't ask for a better situation right now because we're coming off a a shutout, and your entire team is healthy with a week off now. What you also got to think about is, is we got two weeks or yeah two weeks to prepare for the Patriots, and we're watching on Monday nights you know prepare. Yeah. Uh, the only bad thing is, is it's going to be a crazy weather game, so they're not going to be playing the same as when we plan. And also, but, uh, New England's on a bye next week too. Oh really? Yeah, they're they're by. I didn't know that. Yeah, and so we'll we'll both come out Saturday night in Lucas Oil prime time. I kind of really want to go to that oh, game. I don't really dear. care how much it is. I think I I should go to that. I mean, I get wait, wait, wait. Do I get? I get my first. I get my first paycheck from this new job. It's like two days before that, so um, we we might plan some. But yeah, I I just right, think let's, let's, uh, this bye week 
you we couldn't ask for a better situation going into this. I uh, know that's couple days. I mean, you got so much time to heal, man. There's oh, we got players going out there and just getting healthy, man. I love to see it. Yeah, like literally, you, the only notch right now is was Brian Kelly's COVID stuff, but now he has two weeks to get out of that. So like. It's just, I'm going to say it again, it's just perfect. This It's all working out perfect, going into the most important stretch of the season. We've said it on the podcast so many times. New England, Arizona, Vegas, and then you got Jacksonville again. So it's just, uh, things are looking think, really great for the Colts, in my opinion. So so random, but what do you think uh, Paris Campbell, is he going to come back if we make a playoff run? So, I th- and I think he'll be back before the playoffs. And my, like, the way it's going, I think... I know Frank has mentioned it in recent weeks. Um, no setbacks. He's already had his surgery. He had a surgery pretty fast after the injury happened. It was like the day after. Yeah, so I think he's going to be back um, before the playoffs, which can be a great Ooh. piece if he can get back into his game speed and back into the offense before the playoffs. I think it'll be great. Hey, he's, a, he's a great player. There's another weapon solve. out there that we need. Yeah. What about the emergence of Ashton Duel in the last two weeks having good touchdowns? Because that toe tap yesterday was beautiful. Yes, Ashton Doolin, I mean, I don't really know too much about That was his only catch again. <laughs> I mean, I know, like, I've seen him obviously playing. I've never really been like, oh, my God, Ashton Doolin, I love him. But, like, uh, let me see what college he went to. He's that, he's that player that is a, practice, is a special teams player who on a team that needs receiver depth and just receiver playmakers the last two weeks – has last week he only caught one catch for a touchdown, and then this week was one catch for a touchdown. Uh, I, I shouldn't do him. I heard that he like someone made the thing today that he is like the current day Pascal because Pascal has kind of disappeared a little bit. He's been okay, but I think Doolin's kind of step in, stepping into what Pascal was, and I'm, I mean I, I can agree with that. Uh, Ashton Doolin went to Post Malone University. It's called Malone University. I've never heard of it. How many years has he been in the league? Third, third season. Maybe. Third season. He played football in Canton, Ohio in college. Not bad. Um, let me see his stats in college. Actually. And I think – so, uh, I, I mean, you only two catches the last two weeks are awesome touchdowns. I mean, Carson's got to love that. So maybe that can be a little connection that's starting to brew on this offense. Wait, who'd you say again? Uh, him and him and Carson just starting to starting oh, they, to yeah. connect. Pittman had a pretty decent day, six for seventy-seven, no touchdowns, but averaging twelve yards a catch, almost thirteen. I'll take that. Lewin had in his total co- collegiate career, he had one hundred eighty-nine receptions, three thousand one hundred eighty-eight yards, and twenty-eight TDs. Playmaker. So he might, he's six two two ten. I mean, he just. This is, that's the definition of a fucking wide receiver right there. 6'2", 2'10". Yeah, for real. I'm trying to find his like actual senior stats. Anyways. Just overall, perfect win for the Colts. Heading into the bye week. Uh, I don't even know what we'll talk about Colts-wise next week. Maybe some hard knocks action. Um, I'm interested to see what the episode after... Well, no. I'm interested to see what next week's hard knocks episode will be because they're not, they won't have a game. I'm excited to see this one against Houston, too. Uh, but... Let's toss that to the back. Go Colts. Back over 500 again at 7-6. and six. We'll uh, catch up with them after the bye week. But uh, let's just go around the league and what happened in the NFC and AFC yesterday. Yeah, so um, Denver well, so Denver lost, which helped out Indy. Um, so did also Vegas. We had a, we, 
we had a, a Bengals loss as well, right? Yeah, Bengals loss as well. That See, that one's iffy. Eat. Well, that one either way could be fine because I think Chargers and the Bengals were seven and five right there. So I don't really think it mattered who lost that. We just obviously needed one of them to lose. That was kind of an outlier matchup. I mean, it helps folks, us out so. to have two different teams to like have a chance. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above. Yeah. Um, the one thing that really sucked for us was the Ravens went or losing because now, I mean, that I, just bumps I'm not, Pittsburgh a little bit closer to us. That's why. Yeah, I'm not scared of the Steelers. Uh, for some reason they're ahead of us. I don't get that. In the um, standings, probably um, AFC no AFC records maybe or their division record maybe. We have more wins in them though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um. There's probably some weird thing around that, but I don't know, man. The football team it got a big win. I love that one. Uh, last I podcast I one. talked about. Last podcast I talked about. Um, if there's a team that can come out, you know, that we're not looking at too much, it's Washington. Um, they did that, that in uh, Vegas too. It's just just impressive. That was in, yeah, it was in Vegas. Cowboys got a loss too last week. No, nah, Cowboys won, won on Thursday. Won. Yeah, yeah, they won. Was, I just think was, uh, uh, the the Raiders losing that one is good for their like morale. I think if if they can kind of start to slip because the Raiders are just they're just such an iffy team. It's kind of like the Vikings in my opinion. You never know what you're going to get week to week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but big win by Washington for us. Like you said, the Ravens losing. I didn't even know what happened. So they they just went for two to try and win it and didn't get it right. Which I kind of like that. I mean, you're number one in the AFC. Make a statement against the Steelers. If you don't get it, you're eight and four. You're fine. I kind of like that play call. I, I like it too. Um, if I was in the situation though, I would have done it only for the sole purpose of um, they were pretty much the Steelers' offense. I mean, they weren't putting up too much points, so I don't know. I, I would they never trust really my do. defense a little. And they would have went to overtime. They wouldn't have kicked it off, and they would have had a chance because there's like. 10 seconds left or some shit. I'll tell you what, though. And Deontay Johnson is a stud wide receiver for the Pittsburgh. Yeah. He had eight for 105 and two touchdowns. Nuts. But yeah, like you said earlier, I think a Steelers wild card matchup would be cool because I don't think anyone's really afraid of Pittsburgh. So I did a playoff predictor. I want to see if I can get it onto it again. Uh, I did another one, obviously. And I'm pretty, I had the Colts playing the Bengals in the wild card and then the Colts would have to go up against the Chiefs after that, I believe. So, yeah, that's that was how I had it. Speaking of the Chiefs, they got another win. How many is that in a row with them? One, two, three. Yeah, their fifth win in a row. It was kind of a slow offensive game for them against Denver. We mentioned earlier how Denver losing is pretty big because they're kind of in that, in that wild card mix along with Vegas. And, mm-hmm. and then Miami. I think Miami is an outlier team. I don't think they're in any position to win their division because they did lose to Buffalo twice. I think that's either going to be New England or Buffalo winning the AFC East. But don't look now, but Miami's also won five straight. Yeah, I brought that up last podcast. There are four, now five. Who they got next week? Probably like the, they have, a, they have the Jets, and then they're in, at the Saints, at the Titans, and then home against the Patriots to end the season. I don't, think, honestly, I don't think they'll be anything crazy, but they could. They're six and seven. Dude, the only game I could see them losing after this is the Patriots. Yeah, because they can get that one against the Jets. The Saints is a toss-up, and the Titans, you just never know what Titans team you'll get. Yeah, if you get that poor Titans team, then yeah, they're going to beat them. Um, Which luckily for the Colts, the Colts did beat the Dolphins. So if it it does get 
Harry, we own that tiebreaker. They got one more game after this, don't they? Who? Like, I mean, this this says there's only four games left, but there's one more after that, isn't there? Nah, Jets, Saints, Titans, Pacers. They have their bye week in there too. They have their bye week next Buys week as well. Four games, yeah, seventeen. Yeah. So yeah. Um. Awesome. Look at the Titans schedule. I'm really hoping somehow the Colts can, uh, you know, pull that off. But I just don't see it. I don't I mean, think okay. the Titans will stay as bad as they are. I just really don't. But what has to happen is, is the Colts need to basically win out, right? Yeah, just to make it easier for us. If we win two games and they just lose out, we're good. But just kidding. Um, I think they'll lose against. They play Pittsburgh, and then really everything else in there. Maybe the Niners could be a toss-up one, but I'm expecting the Niners and Steelers to beat them. Um, Steelers' defense is pretty good. I mean, they didn't look crazy against the Ravens. They did get a couple turnovers, but um... we we need them to lose. Do they do they play Houston and Jacksonville twi- each, or just one of them? They play just they play Jacksonville and Texans. So yeah, one more so, team each time. Dude, imagine because. They're three and one of the division. We're three and two. If they fall, because all we have left is Jacksonville, which it's in we Jacksonville. We'll have the tiebreaker though, will we? Nah, we won't because they beat us twice. That's that's why it was so big. But we also have Jacksonville, and you know what happens when we go down to Jacksonville. I don't think we've won there in a handful <laughs> of years. Dead. Like, I don't. I, I think scared, it's been but... maybe three, four, or five years since we won in Jacksonville. I'm not even kidding. I know, man. That's scary. I mean. It's a trap game, final game of the season. We'll see how it pans out, but you know history. There's Right now, there's one, two, three, four, five, six teams one game away from getting into these playoffs. So, in the, yeah. in, at least in the AFC, if we're talking about the NFC. It's hairy. It's like, <laughs> negative, so. I mean, if, if you go even farther, the Bills have seven, Chargers have seven, Bengals have seven, Colts have seven. Then um, Steelers, Raiders, Browns, Broncos, Dolphins all have six. And then there's the drop off with three, but it is this can like wow, this, is, baby. this is crazy. And then all the top ones are eight and four. How are the Niners still in there? Um, let's look at the Eagles' schedule from now on. One more, I want to get one more team in here. Eagles because they played pretty good. Here, let's um, just transition to that. Let's talk about that division because luckily Dallas got a win in New Orleans. On Thursday. Oh my God! But Washington Eagles? and the Eagles are kind of making pressure on Dallas. Bro, okay, so this is gonna get crazy here in the uh, FC East here. So Eagles games. I don't know about the rest of them, but the Eagles games. They have four straight games in their division. Yeah, that that division hasn't really all played with each other because NFC. And they're playing Washington twice. And honestly, those two games are what's going to get them in or out of the playoffs. Um, yep. Dallas still plays Washington twice. Dallas plays – Dallas's next three weeks are against NFC East. That, 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 that division hasn't division really played each other yet. That's all going to be in the end. Dude, that could be cr- – oh, my gosh. Wait, the Giants can't, Giants are out of it. Giants, Giants are trash. Good. Nobody's scared uh, of the Giants. <laughs> Eagles, it's going to be, I don't know. I think the Eagles and Washington are going to fight, dude. It's going to be crazy. Um, kind of stupid we see the Rams at a wild card spot, 8-4. and four. Did we mention earlier Washington's on that four-game win streak? No, they they lost four, that. and now they've turned around with a four-straight win. So that, that sucks for Washington to start out the season so bad. Dude, um, Washington's, their next four games are against Dallas. Eagles, 
Dallas Eagles. The entire division plays each other the rest of the season. Yeah. Yeah. Dallas Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. Holy crap. Oh, my gosh, man. So, that, we're going to keep a very close eye on the NFC East because, honestly, I thought Dallas was running away with that. But their last couple of weeks, they've struggled. And at the same time, Washington and Philly have not struggled. Just instantly put themselves back into the conversation. A really weird fun fact. Uh, Washington has now won two weeks in a row with the same exact score. Yep, 17-15. <laughs> Let's, first let's look more around the um, the NFC. I think Minnesota losing. I don't know how how in much in contention they were in the NFC, but them losing to the winless, they let Jared Goff go down the field and score a touchdown in the in literally at the buzzer at home to get Dan Campbell. And you know that was Jared Goff's first win without Sean McVay. That's nuts. It's crazy. They're they're at they're in ninth though, so they're kind of in the hunt. We're gonna uh, moving into another like division here. I'm looking for the Rams. Um, the Rams play the Cardinals one more time. They lost to them the first time. Who's who's um, leading that division right now? Is it uh, Cardinals? Oh, yeah, Cardinals are they're two games ahead of no, uh, two games ahead of uh, the Rams, which the Rams play. And they're four and zero in the division too. They're they. I think the Cardinals have that locked. Just already being four and zero. Yeah, because the Rams um, are one and two in it. Who they lose to? Wait, Niners are one and four. Who talking about the Rams? Yeah. Uh, they lost to the Cardinals. They lost to the Niners. Oh, they've only played. They've only played two. Yeah, so Ram- oh, they beat the Seahawks. Okay, they're playing the Cardinals. Is it is the Rams want to make a first, not firsty, but clinch playoff like berth with the division? Their first step is going to beat the Cardinals. If you don't beat the Cardinals, it's it's, it's gone. And that's um, that's the next Monday nighter. Yeah, so if in, you don't beat the Cardinals, it's Phoenix. over. But you'll, I mean, you'll get a chance to be in. Um, I'm hoping somehow the Colts can like. I don't see it happening. Fir- no, I'm talking about how does this is so. I mean, I know it's off topic for the NFC, but maybe think about: is there a chance we get a playoff game in Lucas Oil at all? Um, I've kind of thought about that too. I haven't gave enough thought to really figure it out. I don't. It just depends on how far up we can get in the standings. Yeah, so I believe the Bengals. I believe six and seven play each other. I think that's how it works in the wild card. Um. Play that predictor real quick. That predictor. So there. Uh, two and seven play, three and six play, and four and five play. Because the only one that gets a buy is number one. Oh, uh, so top four. Yeah. So if you if you don't even top four, you're never getting. A, I mean, yeah. unless like a seven seed wins, and then I don't know. But, anyways, it's just going to get mixy. And like I said, every time we put out a podcast, we're probably going to have an extensive discussion like we did today on these standings because week by week, it'll be drastic changes depending on uh, just who wins. And you know the NFL, anybody can beat anybody. Exactly. So Get to the little bit of best of week 13. I saw your graphic. It's kind of hard. Yeah, best of week thirteen. I made some graphics on our Instagram. You missed that. Uh, you missed one though. 
Which one did I miss? Colts pitched pitched a shutout and didn't even get best of Sunday. Come on now. Yeah, I, sh- I well, the thing is, you, you is, put I mean, the Rams offense. That's that's impressive. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna start with JT. Obviously, he had 143 yards on 32 carries, two touchdowns. Basically, what he did today, what or yesterday was, he just showed everybody, look, I'm the face of the Colts. I'm coming out here. I'm running the damn ball, and I'm just gonna. And we're gonna fucking plow the river, everybody. Okay. Um, we got Justin Jefferson. I mean, eleven for one eighty-two and one. I mean, you could argue what's his face. Uh, who is the guy that had two touchdowns? Uh, Deontay Johnson. I wanted to put him on here too. Yeah, uh, he only had eight catches I put, too. But I put Jefferson on here because I mean, he's one hundred eighty-two yards. It's a lot of yards. Hey, lost um, to the Lions though. Tell you that. Yeah, I almost didn't do it because of that too. But I mean. <laughs> Pretty solid day, though, for the receiver. Uh, Rams offense, I wanted to put Sonya Michelle on here, but then I realized Cooper Cup has another day. And then you have Stafford throwing for three, D, three TDs, just about 300 yards, and no picks. Yeah, I think that was a big win for the Rams just to get back on track. And you can say, oh, it was the Ram- it was the Jags. But what do we say to open this show is when you play the worst teams in the league, you body bag them. You give them no hope. You don't make that. You don't throw a pick against the the Jags. So I think that's huge for Matthew yeah. Stafford. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you watched this one, Bailey, but the the 49ers, George Kittle balled out. Man, he had a sideline run that was nuts. Did you see that? No. So he caught the ball and like it was across the middle of the field and, and just he, turned like, up and went. Well, he he like got pushed towards the sideline, and he like just you know like off balance kept his toes in, yeah, and somehow caught his balance back. And like they thought he was going out of bounds, so they just kind of gave up in. on it, and he just kept running. And he kept running for a touchdown, and that was nuts. He had two touchdowns, um, one hundred eighty-one. That's a good fantasy yeah. day for Kittle right there. And then, la- or not lastly, but Lions. Uh, so they they cut um, to that game after the Colts Texans game, so we watched the end of it. And it was crazy in Detroit. I was hyped, bro. I've never been so hyped in my life. Never rooted for the Lions. So I know, same. Everyone wanted um, to see them get a win. So I saw a thing the other day. So there's this guy on uh, TikTok. His name is Book It with Trent. And, I mean, I'm not too much of a big fan of him. He's a, basically a sports betting TikTok page. He makes these bets, and he made one. And he was like, if I lose this bet, you guys can pick my next bet for me. So – he lost the bet. Everybody said put one thousand alliance this week. Let's go. It was like it was like <laughs> plus three eighty or something like that. So that means a thousand dollars won him thirty eight hundred. Cashed out, boy. A man won. Like what? You know that you know they were due in the at least recent, like to get one. And you play the oh. Vikings, you don't know what Vikings team you're gonna get. Imagine having a grand on that game and also winning like on a game winning like. Yeah, <laughs> literally the 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 pass got caught as the clock hit zero. Um, if there's any if there's any like worst of Sunday, top one is Vikings uh, defensive backs. So. Yep. You can't get torched awful. methodically. They went the whole uh, distance of the field with no timeouts, all over the middle. They barely got out of bounds. It was all over the middle, and I mean it paid off for him. Yep. Um, we could put an honorable mention in here as the Colts defense. That honorable up. mention is number one. I don't think they're number one. Man. It's the Texans, brother. You're giving no credit to a shutout. Shutout, two like, turnovers, didn't cross the 40-yard line. Come on. That's dude, a, that is that is elite. Tall. Like literally, it is. Literally, it my is. high school football team could have beat the Texans. The Texans went into Nashville and won against the Titans. 
I also want to. It's not like a Sunday best, but I think uh, I think Joe Mixon has had a pretty decent. I mean, he's second in rushing behind Jonathan Taylor. Now he's yep. he's uh, like a couple hundred yards or yeah, about four hundred, just under four hundred yards away from Jonathan Taylor. But um, the last two weeks before last week or this week against the Chargers, he didn't really play that well. He did. Uh, he had nineteen for fifty four. But he was coming off a 28 attempt, 165 yard day against Pittsburgh, and 30 for 123 against the Raiders. He used think, to be a Joe Mixon hater, dude. He's turning up. Honestly, I thought he was trash because um, I picked him in fantasy a couple years back. I mean, he got he had a couple injuries, and he's just he was never he was so inconsistent, he was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I always I never liked him because of that. Obviously, proving his point this year, he's good. And he kind of hit a wall dude, though. 19 for 54, only just under three yards of carry. Yeah, it was kind of bad, but also they're down. Um, True, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, carries being down that much, but yeah, uh, I would say, do you think? Do you think JT, knowing that he's like four hundred yards above him, do you think JT can hit a thousand or two thousand yards this year? He's at thirteen forty eight. We have five more games. Seven hundred. I mean, that's like one hundred twenty a game. Yeah, it's it. It'll be close for sure. I hope he hits the two the two thousand mark. Uh, is he, he's probably he's, he's gonna definitely have more rushing touchdowns than Carson Wentz passing, right? He's projected to go for sixteen fifty nine and to have twenty touchdowns. He's at sixteen. He's projected to get twenty on here. That sixteen. How many does Carson Wentz have? Carson Wentz passing. Also notable. Um, we said Joe Mixon was four hundred yards <laughs> behind Jay, uh, Taylor. Taylor has two hundred and forty one attempts, and Joe Mixon has two twenty seven. So I mean, like fourteen. Less carries, but like four hundred more yards. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's five point six yards a carry versus four. I mean, how many more carries does he have in Derrick Henry? Only like fifty, right, or something. Well, like now it's a little more skewed because Derrick Henry's been out for. Well, I know, but he's, he's still like Derrick Henry's still second in carries, isn't it? Isn't he? Or he's second in yards. I know that. Because I saw a thing. I think it was last week that he was still second in carries. Probably. I mean, you know how he's literally the Tennessee offense. He's getting yeah, 30 he, a game. Imagine if they put JT at 30 at the beginning of the year, bro. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it. We've, I don't want to get in a bad mood. 